0: pretty cool and what's my job description and i'll remember forever he said to be yourself a good guy who also works at amg talk about us less than five percent of the time business will come Mm. i was like Mm. deal that was jared keneally and this is guild
1: stories Hey, y'all, and welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story and it's the stories that connect us all. I'm Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content, husband of Brooke and father of five young people, and I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, who happens to be my wife as well.
0: Hey, guys, I'm Brooke, owner of Reclaim the Home, Justin's wife and mother of five. We're so
1: grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we'll explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers, We're going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. So today's guest, I think, at the risk of offending any of our previous guests, I think Jared has the best beard maybe in America, but certainly on uh, the the short history of Guild Stories. Um, But super excited, as we always are for every guest, but... Um, Jared Keneally is with us today on Guild Stories, and Jared has a long line of uh, ways we could introduce him. Um, so maybe I'll let you introduce yourself, man, because it's like, man, I could kind of go the, the job route. I could go the 40 under 40 route. I could go the former high school football coach route. I could go the
0: big, you know, huge, tall, bearded route. Like, how, what route do you want to no, go? No, I'd say uh, <laughs> I love people, and I love connecting people, uh, and that is – shown itself in different ways throughout my entire career, uh, and life. And I kind of got put into a great spot and I've learned kind of how that becomes a business itself too, um, over time. But you know, what drive always driven me is being around other people and connecting people to good people. Yeah. And you're, you are a, a giant leader
1: in that area, man. And we're going to talk about that, um, on your business card, your asset management group, AMG, Chief Business Development Officer is that the actual title? Yep. CB. Okay. Um, and essentially, well, I, I guess you answer the question. If if you got stopped in a uh, the proverbial elevator and gave your elevator speech,
0: um, how would how would you describe your business card and who For you are? Sure. For sure. So my main job is at Asset Management Group is I'm uh, the Chief Development Officer, and it's new revenue and find new revenue streams and increase current ones. So we're a real estate investment firm. We specialize in property management, so we're buying and uh, operating real estate all around Kansas City uh, at a Just profit KC? for our investors. Yep. Yeah, okay. Kansas City's okay. our, our main. So that's our our main story is the idea that lots of people who do this they put it together and then they hand it off to someone else who executes it. Uh, we are going to put the deal together. We're going to put our money in the deal. We're going to execute it. We're going to sit on it uh, for that long term. And so that's the main job I do. But as a result. Of of kind of that title of figuring that out and having a really awesome community of of, of bosses and and guys I work with, I'm really just told, go make friends. And, and my and my son did a really good job. I was about six months into this job and he was playing on a playground and kids were explaining what their dads do and he stopped and he goes, I think my dad just makes friends. And I was like, God, I'm gonna steal that forever. And, and and it's really what I've been been told to do because uh, we are abundance theory guys and we know that there's there's business out there. So. Mm-hmm. I was already doing it as a teacher. I was already doing it in my community. And I um, got lucky enough to have a boss who said, Hey, my company will look better and we will be profitable by you just doing that and then saying, Jared from AMG. And he's like, And, and that will in turn be good for us. So it's really what I get to get away with. I get to, to do a lot of stuff and I get to see a lot of cool things and connect a lot of people. Uh, And that all falls under that title of generating revenue and generating business and it can look like a lot of different stuff because yeah, we're a real estate firm. We own a lot of different um, operating companies or different uh, elements or amounts Mm -hmm. of um, interests in companies. So I get to go where a lot of other business development guys um, have to come and they're looking for one thing I need this this size of client looking for this amount of stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm coming to that same room with a shotgun. And am like, oh, you want to talk about HVAC? Yeah, we're in that. No, you want to talk about insurance? Yeah. And so yeah, I get to go awesome. in and talk to everybody. And that's, you know, I just have a massive toolbox that was given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was given a platform for a personality that I already liked to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just got given a million reasons to talk to people. And yeah. so that's what I do. What a good,
1: yeah, it's... Uh, he makes friends. It's perfect. I love that. My dad makes friends for the living. It's cool. Um, I, I, our first personal encounter was when you were in a previous life. I was in a previous life from a vocation perspective. Um, and I kind of knew you initially as Coach Jared. And Coach Jared at – well, I'll, I'll let you kind of share the details if you want. Coach Jared, and he's got this cool gig and this cool new school and um, – playing or coaching with a guy i I knew well and the whole thing and um what was it has been cool for me and i'd love to kind of hear your perspective on it is like that transition from you know the the coaching c to the chief development c sure has lots of similarities but on on paper looks drastically different right like most um assistant high school football coaches don't maybe they should but they don't win they're not nominated for 40 under 40 and they're not, um, in some of the circles and the meetings and the conversations and the rooms you're in. So I'd just be curious if, if you'd be open to it, walk us back to like, Hey man, like where'd you grow up? How'd you grow up? How'd you get into coaching? And then what was that journey to like unwind that thing and fall into this other thing,
0: jump into this other thing, whatever, whatever verb it was. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm one of those people, I'm, I'm a seven on the Enneagram and my wife loves to talk. You talking, know, I'll, I'll go really deep into myself because I love yeah, thinking of, so me too, I, I'll go way too far. But um, <laughs> basically, I think if you were to kind of have some themes to my life, it's someone completely um, overstates my abilities and puts themselves out on a limb for me because they know I'll live up to it. And then I sell out and go all out to live up to that. Um, and I've gotten really lucky on a lot of stuff. So almost everywhere I've been, Someone put me where I didn't belong. Mm. And then the part that I'll say I'm responsible for is I then ran as hard as I possibly could in that spot. And so, yeah, I uh, I grew up actually here in Liberty. Uh, Played at Liberty High School for Pat Hanson and uh, played football. football. And so I was not, guys, I mean, I I love football, but I was not a good football player. Uh, I was not athletic. I feared contact. I mean, there was a lot about me, but I loved football. And I thought the coaches did a really good job of identifying that in me and being really honest with me, um, and always knew where I stood. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you're 16, 17, you're kind of frustrated, but I loved football for what it taught me um, mm-hmm. beyond my ability because I didn't have much, and I was kind of, I was, I was a fearsome, uh, it's funny because I, I coached, I coached like, a million, six, oh, but, what, I, but I wasn't in high school. Oh, okay, So I was 5'10", 150 my Come junior on. year. And then junior year? Yeah, and then uh, got a little taller my senior year, and then, I mean, with that comes even less coordination than I already had. Awesome. Uh, I mean, my name was Opie. I mean, I walked like a baby giraffe. I was a senior with, you know, the, the pants too short. I mean, I was, it was it was an awkward great. time. Uh, and then I go to college and I literally hit puberty and get my first hair on my chest and grow a beard and then never cut it off. But that's where it all happened. Like, it, it all oh. happened after my high school experience. You are six, what? Uh, six fives. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got super, you know, I'd love to have <laughs> had this body. But you know what? Um, it's funny. funny. <laughs> I've grown in that understanding too, though, because, you know, throughout my 20s, oh, I've had this body. I now know enough about my mentality, too, because I've now coached so many versions of me Mm. that Mm. I didn't have the mentality. Even if I had this size, there was Mm. enough fear in me. There was enough. um, I love to be a part of a team, Mm. but I still, at that last second, didn't quite do it. And so Mm. Coach Hansen was awesome to me. And so I I actually was uh, set to go to one school and walk on, and then I went to Northwest. And, you know, he he stuck his neck out for me, and he was really honest, you know, to look at an 18-year-old and wait to class and say, hey, dude, you aren't good enough to play at Northwest. But you should go to Northwest, and you should um, let me get, make a phone call. And while I was lifting weights, he got a phone call. Uh, he, he got on the call with Coach Churchma and got me to go on a recruiting visit to be an equipment manager. And I was 18. I was so mad. I was like, come on, I'm not doing this. I'm not yeah. a Joshua, uh, jock washer. Like, I was so mad. And <laughs> I came back. I said, Coach, that was awesome. And they offered me some money to do it, but that's just not me. And he told me to swallow my pride and get out of my own way. Whoa. And he said, you will find a coach, you will make yourself invaluable, you will follow them, they will see your passion, and you will get more opportunities than you'd ever know. And so I listened. And so that's where, you know, once again, someone sticks up, but I listened. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And that first Dang. semester, I sold this out. This is your high school football coach that told yep. you this? Yeah, okay. so he sent okay. me to Northwest, got me a college scholarship to be a, a equipment manager, manager, equipment manager, um, for no reason. I mean, there's yeah, just because. And so went to Northwest. Northwest was amazing. And that's where I really got into how transformational football is um, and just sports in general. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah, say football. I, I mean, yeah, anything. Yeah, sure. uh, Football was my passion. And uh, Northwest is just full of guys who eat. Uh, just love it. And the culture there, I mean, we're cultish. I mean, I love, I'll scream O-A-B-A-A-B at anybody. I mean, I love the place. <laughs> and same thing, uh, Coach Boswick at the time. Saw me sitting in his rooms, and so I, I would go do all the equipment stuff and do all that stuff, and then I would go. Which is what, like uh, jersey oh, prep? You know, no, I was washing. I mean, I was taking their sweaty clothes and, and washing them, and then, yeah, yeah b- jersey prep and practice equipment and all that kind of stuff. But when I wasn't, I'd go sit in his defensive meetings. And so another example of someone sticking their neck out, we, you know, is right, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, but we're going from, you know, VHS and well, DVDs. are under 40. 40 <laughs> v- VHS and DVDs <laughs> going to hard drive cameras. And the idea that that practice can be chopped a lot faster because about first season I'm literally recording and making like nine VHS tapes of, of practice oh And Coach Boston comes down to me and he says, "Can you, you like doing this job?" I was like, oh, "That's a trick question." Like, uh, "Yeah." And he goes, "Do you like being down here?" I was like, oh, "Yeah." And he's like, "The answer's no. You you like to be around me and the coaches, right?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "You know anything about computers?" "No, sir." I "Said come um, with me." And as we're walking upstairs, he said, "No matter what happens, you shake your head and you say yes." And I got put in this room and they're talking about all of this equipment and Boy, we're not going to buy all this equipment if we don't have anyone who has to run it. And Boston cuts in, and he's like, you knows how to run it, <laughs> don't you? Kaniela. He's like, mm, uh, uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sir. And it went through all this stuff and, and immediately got moved from equipment to being up in the coach's office. And, you know, I'm ready to high five Boston as I walk out. And I'll always remember he pushed me up against the wall and he kind of knife handed me real nice, you know, but he knife handed me he said, I just stuck my neck out for you. Don't make me a liar.
1: Oh crap! Well, yeah, I just did live for you, but I like,
0: <laughs> got it. So, I, you know, I had to learn all the computer stuff. Sure. So, so, and I'm, I'm not going to keep telling it, but that's what I no, got. I've got, no, no, I've got a, so I end up at Northwest, and then I get, um, I get engaged to my wife, and I got to figure out what what's that look like. And man, I, um, I think I want to be a college coach, and I've got a chance to be a GA and keep doing what I'm doing, and actually get to coach because I've just been kind of on the, the, and I'm fired about that. Whatever, yeah. but as I'm student teaching. Uh, the teachers I'm student teaching with, one of the t- student teacher, one of those teachers retires, and it's in one of the areas I'm certified, and they tell me I should go. So I go and I apply for that, and through a bunch of stuff, uh, Mr. Fleming at the time was just amazing to me. Same thing. Shouldn't have been given that opportunity as fast as I was, was given that, so took that. Ended up at Liberty. Um, I was at Liberty for four years, got to coach with Coach Hanson. Awesome. And coach Hanson, you know, was That's so cool awesome. to come full circle, and he he was awesome to me again and gave me opportunities. And when you're that first year coach, I mean you're just you're terrible. I mean I was the assistant D-backs coach. I mean that means that school. I knew <laughs> Jack Squat and I just run around and get excited and I actually would like do more things that were dangerous. Like I got players hurt that I that I was I was just so bad, but I got given the opportunity. It's awesome. Did that all through high school, got to Open Liberty North. You want to talk about a ridiculous awesome experience? Dude, you know, when you win, what do you do? Who's your rival? how do you prepare for a game and, and to build all those traditions and to build all of that. And it's changing now, uh, but it was awesome to be a part of that and to get to, sure. to grow that. So, but that whole theme was, was people and jumping in when given opportunities and relationships. And even for football, I got really good at, and really Chad free at Liberty taught me a ton of this. Mm-hmm. I got really good at collecting people and collecting and by just helping people out and by just doing what we need to do, kind of building that community around the football team mm-hmm. and those, those networks and those things that we need for, for, coach for for food for the lunch for the coaches you know at lunch and all that kind of stuff and I kind of developed that skill set and opening north you had to do that a lot we had to garner support from the community sure so I didn't realize I was getting groomed for the job I'm in now right and all that was going on um but then when coach Clemens left and went back to Oak Park was all fired up to go back to Oak Park and that was an awesome opportunity I had a chance to go with him um, coach Jones comes in. I, I, first of all, I mean, I, I came walking down, I'm all fired up. Like I'm going to go for this, this job. And I saw coach Jones in the 80. I was like, Nope, Nope. i right not going to get this job. Uh, As what was your role? Uh, was the your O-line dean? and assistant head coach. The assistant head coach. Yep. yeah. I and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. but really yeah. all I was, was a really good Lieutenant. And and during this time, I, I've really learned, I love being a Lieutenant. And that's a whole other theme. I love being a Lieutenant. I would be terrible to lead the whole thing. Cause I like chasing stuff. And leaders should beat that same drum over and over again and and maybe there's some that can do it but i do really well with i love being a dog on a leash you know i I tried to change my title to bird dog because a dog's gonna hunt and i want to hunt anything and you know coach clemens let me do that coach Fregon let me do that and zach and josh where i work now that's what they do they let me they let me chase anything um and I, i came to the understanding that i'm not really a good Uh, leader. Uh, I like to chase a million things. And now I got two on my team and I apologize to them all the time. I'm like, Hey guys, (laughs) sorry. Uh, I chased that one down. Yeah, But squirrel. um, So coach Clemens leaves, get that opportunity. As he leaves, I kind of have a chance to go maybe to a small town and get a head job, which is like, it's a dream, but man, that changes a lot. Uh, It's it's even less, less for my family. My wife does not dream about living in small town Missouri. (laughs) I did. Uh, And so I, don't know what's I, wrong with her, right? I sent an, so like, an email. Yeah. <laughs> I sent an email to ten friends and got and just said, Hey guys, I never thought I'd leave education, but if I did, I think this would be the time because even to stay in education, things are gonna look different. And that email went out and I got back seven job seven job offers and it was ridiculous. And it was a uh, and they all said the same thing. You don't know squat about XYZ. I mean it was it was all sorts of different stuff, but they said you have the energy and the character that I can teach you that. I have a bunch of people who know it, but don't yeah, have the energy right. level and the character to go do it. And so that was a, you don't think you have worth lots of times, especially, you know, you hear all of those who can't teach and, and you've been in education for 11 years and you're afraid of the big, bad business world. 11 years. You yeah. Were there? Wow. So it was a, wow. it was a, yeah. it was a big move yeah. to make that, yeah. but it was cool. And so my wife did a great job. She scribbled out five of those names and said, you can't follow those people. And she circled two. She said, you can follow those two people. Uh, and one was a really creative opportunity with a production company here in mm-hmm. Kansas city. He's actually a former teacher had an opportunity to go work with him and really thought that's where I was going. And then the other was where I'm at. And that was the COO at the time, uh, was my college buddy. And, and once again, goes back to people sticking their necks up for you. For sure. I maybe hung out with Josh once or twice a year over the last 10 years, but we were in each other, you know, he was in my wedding. Um, we always kept up. We would go straight to the core who we were, even if we were only around each other for an hour every year. Um, And he stuck his neck out for me and put me in an opportunity and got a chance to really be a commercial property manager. And after interviewing for a a coaching job and then interviewing for for that or looking at that, I called Josh before the interview and said, man, that job sounds like death. Like, I don't (laughs) want to do that, Um, at least for for what I want to do. And I had a really cool creative opportunity. He said, well, I still want you to meet the owner. And so I got to meet with Zach. And once again, Mm. it could have just been – a real button up answer, but he said, he asked me some hard questions and I was feeling very relational that day. And so I gave the really messy, not good interview answers. I was like, Man, I, this is what, you know, and uh, I don't know about this. And then I got to ask him the same questions back and he said, well, this is what I say I stand for, but my actions actually contradict that. So I wow. don't know what I really, and so, wow. I mean, he was just, so I just it's kind wrong. of told him yeah. I didn't want this guy's job. But I'm vibing with him. I'm like, I,
1: I, could, I could go work. I, for, like
0: this I still theory. work for these guys and Get that job. But like that guy is yeah. So yeah. luckily that's what happened. And so um, offered me a job, and I turned him down again because he said I was going to be a business developer. He said, "You don't know it yet, but you're a business development guy," and I uh, I kind of delayed him because I had to go home and Google it because I didn't know what that word was. <laughs> and then I literally got to sit around like the teachers' lounge the next day because you know when the teachers leaving, all the teachers kind of want to know because they knew I was interviewing out, and they're like, so. So how'd that what, interview yeah, go? Yeah. What, what code? Well, Yeah. What school? And so, yeah. you know, I was like, this guy says that I'm just going to like hang out with people and, you know, buy them coffee, lunch and drinks and that'll generate business. And like one of the older old head teachers is like, yeah, that, that might be like a Bernie Madoff thing. You might be going to jail because <laughs> <laughs> our world is so small. Like what we, what we knew and where it was at and, you know, um, but, uh, I, I didn't take it at first and then the final email I remember forever and, uh. I said, I need from from the owner. So he had kind of gone past Josh and gone to Zach. And I said, why do you need me? And what's my job description? And he said, I'll start with, you know, why do I need you? He said, business is built on relationships. Relationships are built through time. That time is coffee, lunch, and drinks. I like people, but people are harder for me. And I've got two kids that I want to hang out with. And I've reached a point that I can pay someone else to develop those relationships. It's like, that sounds pretty cool. And what's my job description? And I'll remember forever. He said, to be yourself. A good guy who also works at AMG talk about us less than five percent of the time. Business will come. Mm. I was like, mm. deal. Uh, I so guess can I'm in, and I make friends. <laughs> so it was it was a, it was a big change, um, mm. but it's been awesome. So that was a very long, no, it was beautiful dude. I'm so <laughs> I knew parts of
1: that story. I did not know all of it. Um, I'm struck by a few things that if you're cool with this, kind yeah. of popping oh, yeah. back to, but the the when was that? Was that like 2017, 2018, when was that? It would
0: have been just over three years ago. So okay. Okay. Um, I started looking in February. I took it at the end of February. Okay. But I had to finish my teaching contract. And so I blew his mind again because, you know, <laughs> spring break and president all these holidays, I was going down to the office. He's like, I can't pay you yet. And I was like, yeah, I'm not used to Like, teachers always just do what they got to do to be ready. I was like, I want to hit the ground running. And it was one of those, I, I, I'll preach, teachers could rule the world, I think, the energy oh, and effort that, that, that they big dedicate time. to stuff. and 100%. so. Uh, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, dude, it's awesome. Um, a lot of fun. Spoken like a seven, which <laughs> which is me. A lot of fun. Where's the fun? That's my like, answer to yeah. everything. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I I, I do want to go back there though. Like, as it, and it sounded like, um, your wife was a, a big piece of mm-hmm. that decision, but it was it's cool that you had the awareness and the and frankly the courage to, um expose yourself in some ways right like to to be vulnerable to send that email to those 10 to say like hey what do y'all see because it, it opens you up to man, I, it opens you up to the, the criticism or the negative or the whatever and and to get flooded with that response is awesome mm-hmm. um but then you took that and even narrowed the circle down a little bit more like, okay, cool. Now Allison gets to kind of speak into this. And she said, nope, not these five, but these two. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as a fellow seven, I know how frustrating it is to, like, feel like those options get limited. Because, mm-hmm. like, man, the ten, amazing. And then seven? Yeah. Holy shit, And I got seven options. And then she's like, no, 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 just these two. Yep. Um, but to have that that partner and that wisdom and that kind of um, connection is, is, is super helpful. And so I'm just curious, like, that – The the narrative was beautiful, but I'm assuming judging by my own or assuming by my own kind of uh, instincts as a fellow seven, um, that's a tough, that's a tough thing to say like, hey, I'm going to submit, not whatever the word is, I'm going to like listen and heed your advice because you know me and you can see into areas that I can't quite see.
0: Yeah. So I will say, and maybe, and this is where I'm, I might hear that we got some difference and I'm excited to kind of explore it. But um, I genuinely believe that once someone knows me, they can probably identify my motives or say things in a way that I can't. And I almost immediately like, Oh God, you can see through me. Oh God, you got this figured out. And so especially like my wife and she's, she's not to any great people who go crazy, but she's a six, she's a loyal skeptic. Like she's as loyal as can be. So the minute my wife says something, most of the time, unless she's in her like crazy unhealthy spot, it's really solid and really intuitive. And so I just got to follow it. Um, And so I love surrounding myself with those people because I love to chase a million things. And so they just put me on rails and it doesn't feel, it really does not feel um, limiting. Mm -hmm. It feels uh, focusing Mm -hmm. because I don't know, you know, and it feels like a, a cop out to my character, but I don't know that I know how to focus really well. So I surround myself with people who know how to focus really well and I just, I constantly test the boundaries and they kind of (laughs) know it and I just kind of bang off of it and get where I need to get and I freaking love it. And that's why I always use the dog, the dog scenario, but you know, a dog will hunt, a dog will do anything you want it to do and you really only have to love it up once and you can tell it something it did wrong and it's going to, and I'm going to drop my head for a second, but at no point does it question that you love it. Uh, Maybe, you know, I, my experience with my dogs, I don't like when, when my wife says something hard, it hurts. But it never causes me to question where it's coming from. Yeah. And so I'm I'm a bounce right back. and You know, I can be kind of annoying in, in that energy, I think. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do wonder, though, like how, um, how have you, you know, because the, the, the positives are extremely evident, right? And I'm not saying this about me. I'm saying this about you as a fellow seven. Like the positives of that energy, that contagious, that I've heard it described elsewhere is like that sparkle right like that like Brooke my wife used to always um before we kind of had language to articulate it she'd be like it's kind of annoying that you wake up every day and think it's like gonna be awesome like it's gonna be like paradise it's gonna be sun and she's like it's like shitty weather and we're having trouble with whatever getting pregnant or finances or whatever the thing was and and she's like it's not always a good day right and and so again not to like go super negative but the 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 positive characteristics are so dang fun and Mm -hmm. contagious and energizing frankly it really energizing um that you you have endless seemingly endless well of energy um because i do too
0: and i think probably when we hit our our bottom it's it bad. freaks some people out. Oh yeah because oh, yeah. this is not who we are That's, and it's right.
1: <laughs> that's right and it, that's right. And so that's where I was going is like the flip side of that coin, the darker side yep. of, the, of the sunshine mm-hmm. is pretty ugly man. Mm-hmm. What's that experience been like for you? Or as you guys have kind of like found language for for sure when it, um, when it breaks. <laughs> yeah uh,
0: yeah, when I get really unhealthy and really honestly, um, the last week I've probably taken more kicks to the proverbial groin, both professionally and personally mm-hmm. than I ever have. Um, and so mm. um, I'm I'm not fictitiously bubbly but because I'm in this moment. So it's yeah. not like, I yeah. mean, actually, I'm pretty down right now. But I'm in this moment. So yeah. this is, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. thinking about it. And yeah. and that's one thing that's cool about that ability to, like, whatever yeah. I'm doing, I'm there. Yeah. And then when there's nothing, I can get weird. And I'm probably in that a little bit right now mm-hmm. um, of figuring out a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, me too. Uh, yeah. I know how to explore my thoughts my feelings I know how to get to a spot and I can usually give it um, where I struggle to communicate with my wife is I can give it a lot of words but you need to listen to all of them and hear the mosaic what I can't do is give it a, a single good statement or a single good um, and so where the two of us oh inevitably are going to fight the most is on she's going to pick each word i said and it's like no you got to stop and zoom no. out and hear the I'm last 30 story, minutes Damn it, <laughs> the last 30 minutes and then you can get a shred of where <laughs> i was trying to communicate oh my god, it's terrible to say when i'm paid to communicate but wait, i wait. i do i communicate in mosaics i you know um my economy of words sucks um i'm going to say a lot to say very little and so the people in my life who say very little and have power um they can rock me um so right now uh in those times i i tend to try to be more introspective for me that's you know reading and journaling that's spending time um and that's really looking for more people to talk to um you know leaning on christ uh, Mm -hmm. talking to um it is it's my drug but it's the the people who know me and they know how to ask those questions and uh so i still even in that solution Mm -hmm. to that lack of it still needs people um I, i so much relate to all the gospel stuff about the idea that you know, we were built to be relational and so much of me is, is relational. So even when I'm down the way I'm going to get up or the way I'm going to kind of, you know, the answer shouldn't be to get up the way I'm going to get connected and re put back together. Yeah. It's still really people driven. Mm. I'm not afraid of myself. I actually love, Mm. you know, I I drive a lot and I think about my own motivation. I have a lot, I have strong metacognition. Um, what I think is bad is it doesn't then change my end action. Yeah, man. Man. I, and Justin, you figure that out. I need some help because I'm really good at knowing, oh, God, that's messed up that I do that. Ah, And then I I did it again. It's like, son of a. So um, I know how to think about it. I know how to completely unpack it and really expose myself and be like, man, that's some ugly stuff about yourself. Mm. I don't know how to turn it into Mm. great action to change that. Um, And I don't know if that's, you know, and of course I can get into, is that because you're afraid? Is that because you don't slow down. I don't know. Mm.
1: So. No, man, it's dude. I, I, I didn't know we would go here and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful we did because it feels like listening to myself in many ways because, um, your, your language of, of, of mosaic and not having a great economy of words reminded me, um, Brooke and I were, were going through some stuff and sat with a counselor, a therapist who I still see. Thank God. I still get to see him <laughs> to help me. um, And I was long-ass winded. Imagine that, right? And Brooke looks at me. She goes, with, like, direct kind of bold but also loving, she goes, just please say the words. (laughs) I was like, because I'm, like, meandering my way through Mm -hmm. the thing, really kind of scared to say the words. She's Mm -hmm. like, say the words. Um, And I think for me that's been this challenge, especially – Man, as you're talking about, like, leading the team and being a better lieutenant than a leader, I'm thinking about, shit, I'm actually leading the thing. <laughs> and it is scary and terrifying because, for me, it's like, I just want it to go well. I don't really want to have hard conversations. I want to avoid the painful parts. I want it to go great. And I know that wears, obviously, my wife out. But then our key, our lieutenant, you know, Colin, Rachel, um, and as our team grows, it's like, hey, what, what are those parts of me that, are hurtful and harmful and are frustrating. And to hear you kind of communicate that is so helpful. So we'll shift a little bit, but it's related to your comment around community. Um, And again, without kind of sharing the whole thing, I I think it's as we got to know you guys, um, excuse me, in our previous lives, we lived close Mm -hmm. and I was just really struck by like, there's an intentionality to the way you all specifically have built community. Um, My guess is, I don't know this and don't care, frankly, but, like, my guess is you all could go buy other houses, go buy bigger houses, go move elsewhere, go do different things, and there's this really cool kind of not perfect, not always amazing, Mm -hmm. like, best friend stuff, I'm sure, but there's this really cool kind of pocket, that mm-hmm. that uh, it would be it would be cool if you, if you could kind yeah. of give a high level of like the intentionality of that community. Yeah.
0: So to fast forward, I'm testing that right now because mm-hmm. part of all my ups and downs is I'm buying a new house and I'm moving away <laughs> from this community and and that's exciting and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sad at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, that community that you're kind of referencing is uh, a community that. I've always blindly found myself as other people and I'm no part of me is going to claim any sort of responsibility to this. What I'm good at is when someone identifies a great idea um, or a great theme and a great way to do things, I'll pour gasoline on that fire. Okay. I am, I'm a, I'm a great hype man. Right. So nothing about the, the group that I'm in and the, and the, and, and, and you know, what, what they call square life and, okay, and all yeah. my college buddies. Yeah. And and I'll kind of go back through that. I'm just, I got I luck. I got luckily brought into it. And then I'm a good collector and I'm a good, like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, let's keep yeah. going. But I, More. <laughs> I don't think that I'm a great leader of it. I think there are great leaders who all they have to do is, and they know now how to use me to just plant the seed and be like, Hey, I want to do this. I'm like, cool. Let's go. And we'll, we'll, be kinda, ready we'll, by we'll, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get yeah. it. Going, yeah. <laughs> um, so really that came from, um, I'll, I'll say faith. It came from my church. Mm. Um, Shoal Creek taught me a lot. I am a member of Shoal Creek community church and it really changed my whole family's life. Mm. Um, and it changed a lot for me. Um, But they constantly drove, you know, and I have, I mean, you can get to my whole personal journey where I always knew I was a, I always had this, I knew the really nasty reason why I did that really good thing. I always knew the core motivation was still self-serving and stupid. And so it wasn't until someone explained Christ and the idea of uh, the sin and, and that covering all of it that I was like, oh that answers yeah. that for me. Yeah. Like that's that, that yeah. grace I need. Cause Absolutely. even, I mean, even in this, right, like I'm getting so much self serving crap out of you and I talking and it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so I'm kind of forgetting uh, about the microphones. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew that. So I knew that about myself always. Um, and Shoal Creek helped me give vocabulary to that and then really taught me how to live in a community around that. Um, and I got to go to college with some of that and, and really succeed and fail at trying to build that, you know, cause we're adults, but we're completely reckless and, hard relationships oh ups and downs and that but in the end a core group of friends who um you know understood the value of having hard conversations of saying hard things to each other um and being connected uh to god so where you can trust your words and trust that stuff and uh, we all kind of ended up marrying at random and it, you would think that we were all in friends in high school because there's always some liberty connection but i didn't know half of them and then we started moving in and then um Trevor Moran has, is, is, you know, mm-hmm. basically been my, my best friend since sixth grade, um, and he moved down here and hit him and his wife, and they really caught something around there, and we just all got kind of obsessed and started moving down and moving to the area, and then it spread out, um, and really, it's way beyond anything from any awesome. of that core, and it's not really and I'm even giving too much group credit to that core group, right? That's just the part how I got yeah, into it. Yeah. Like there was there was tons of people that Shonda, uh, Trevor's wife, and and all these things that they did. I mean Shonda drives this, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and then other people pick it up and they're like, well, I'm going to do my own thing. And so no part of me wants to say yeah, that there's yeah, any yeah, core yeah. to that. Um. And I just kind of hype it, and so I end up at a lot of stuff. And I think <laughs> when 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 we end up at things, I'm memorable, but yeah. I didn't do squat. Yeah. Except for be memorable, which is like, you know, I'm gonna I feel emasculated, but you said um that your wife uh called, what'd she say um just say the words no oh. about your um, your shiny or your oh the, like the sparkle yeah so yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel emasculated when allison says it but she's the glue i'm the glitter and i like god that's terrible that's <laughs> terrible but that's how a lot of people kind of know true. how we operate yeah, yeah it's how we operate like yeah. she she runs us so i just make it look you're good.
1: six five with a <laughs> like duck dynasty beard bro like you could be glittery all day
0: so it's a lot of fun but um that community is is, is huge to me and, and really that's So that's how I was doing it in high school and college and doing it as a teacher. And like I said, and now I get to do it professionally and it's, it's all the same thing. It's just being the same person you always wanted to be. Then you get to add some stuff and, and you know, in the end it's going to benefit my company in all sorts of random ways. And it's going to benefit my community in all sorts of random ways. Mm -hmm. And it's never the reason you do it, but it's also, you don't do it blindly. You still know that, yeah, this is going to be beneficial for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And you know, the world is huge and there's a m- bunch of opportunities to just connect and, and, and it's fun to just put two people together and then watch what happens. Mm-hmm. And you don't ever need a, a contract. You don't ever need, you know, in the business side, you know, in the neighborhood, it's we don't have to be neighbors for us to hang out, <laughs> right. you know, but there's also a cool element to that too. And a whole thing on community of mm-hmm. when you identify something you collect around kind of holding to that so that you maintain a, a true community. So reverie oh, the whiskey club. You know, those are some buddies that started that, and that became its own community. And, yeah, sure, it's whiskey and it's bourbon. Um, guys actually just like that it's the first Thursday and it's a reason to collect, and we're together for four hours, three that's hours. Totally. We talk for bourbon for 20 minutes, but it's a gathering point. That's absolutely right. And that's what the Square, the, scare, the Square Life groups, it's just a gathering point. Um, you know, the social clubs, that I, it's a, just language. a gathering yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's all you need. And then you build communities in that, and people, and it, I'm, I'm getting chill. I love I love watching people. Just connect and replicate and, and do all that stuff. And honestly, that's where I think I can burn people. Let's get to the negative side of being a seven again. I am great at connecting you and starting you. I'm a terrible race finisher. Oh man. I am terrible at maintaining that relationship. I'm a new relationship addict. Yeah, And that is not, and, and, and you want to mess with, and when now that's my job, <laughs> it really will will cause you to, to do it a little more. What I love is I have bosses who are like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. You feel like that's what you're supposed to do, but no, you maintain and take care of everybody. And if you can't be that for more yeah. people, you need to quit expanding because yeah. you need to always be who you are. Um, and so I have great leadership from that because I think the great. temptation yeah. in that role would just Absolutely. be to always find the next guy, find the next person, find the next company. Um, so I went a lot of places. No, man, I'm,
1: <laughs> and I'm I'm glad you did because it's like, it it um, I think... We all do this, but we look at it from the outside and we're like, "Holy shit!" Like forty under four. I'm not. I'm not picking on you, right? Like I'm, I'm saying this about me, forty under forty, and chief development officer, and and like, dude, like ever like the, it's, you're, you're you've become like the Kevin Bacon of Kansas City. It's like, oh, well, every everybody's like two or three connections away from Jared Keneally, right? Which is like the, the world's best and most genuine and authentic. Uh, compliment that's just true. And I know what that does to a set because that's like, fuck, yeah, I am <laughs> <laughs> right. Pardon the language, mom. Yeah. Um, but it's like, fuck. Yeah, I am. Yep. You bet. You better believe I am. Yeah, and I, I, won't, I won't say that out loud, but like, you better believe that I could walk into whatever room I want to right now. Again, and that, I'm, and I'm that, saying well, this, I know. but like, that's the stuff underneath all of us that is like, it's so damn refreshing for you just to say it and to be vulnerable and open and honest about it because the, the, the. The parts, and I don't want to get too like seven preachy, but like when we don't see that stuff and we just act like it's all glitter, at least my experience, people around us have been like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. bro's wearing me out. Yep. And he doesn't even. He's in total denial. <laughs> like he's he's running from something yep.
0: instead of running to you know." So anyway, and, and that I mean, and I'm a pendulum, right? Like uh, I'm just not steady is not a word I think you would use except <laughs> for my presence. Like I'm I'm steady yeah, in my presence. Absolutely. absolutely but I don't think steady is a word yeah. you would use it. It's a, it's a word that, um, you know, we always kind of choose a word. My wife chose steadfast once and it just always stuck in my yeah. head. It's like, yeah, it's you good. know, it makes a ton of sense. Like mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not good at that. Um, and so, but that's also why I sort of, why yeah. I, why I firmly like community is yeah. what mellows me up. And it, and the people who have to survive me a little bit and, sure. you know, I'm going to burn them as much as I'm going to help them. And I hate that. Um, but yeah, I will
1: but the but the flip of it is it's that's true for everybody, no. that, right? Like y- you you bring the life and the energy and the and the glitter out of
0: it. <laughs> it's masculating, um, but it's too it's, it's too so perfect. It's so true, man.
1: <laughs> and and like we need that. We uh, the world needs that. And, and and I again not to shift it too dramatically, but like I do think you specifically are uniquely positioned to talk and present and show up and communicate and connect in ways that bring us up into this awareness of like, no, this is an abundant, open, generous, um, the faith component. Sure. And also the like economic component and the relational component is like, yeah, man, we're picking on each other's bad stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But like the good of that is, um, you, you create by your mere presence abundance. You just do, you exude it. And so, and, and, and especially in today's, like, everything environment, there's there's abundance isn't, like, leaking out of many pores, right? Most of it's this scarcity, fearful, mm-hmm. you against me. I'm not giving you my connections. I'm not telling you my political views. I'm not doing this and that. Everything's like, I'm going to hold my poker cards right here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just curious, like, how, how do you um, – is there, like, a practical method to the ways that you, like – communicate abundantly. I don't know if that even yeah. kind of makes sense.
0: I think, I think I'm think i going to answer your question. <laughs> there's but, a lot of damn words. I just, well, no, but in <laughs> a yeah I just painted a beautiful mosaic. You, you sent me down something, so I'm trying to... Um, yeah, I think that, first of all, you're going to like like finds like. And so you're going to find people, and just inherently, they're going to say these keywords, these boundary markers, and how they interact, and when their eyes light up when you're talking, you're like, oh, and we're going to get along for it. And, and so I think there's this kind of underlying core to that person who really believes in abundance that you end up finding a lot of those people first of all but then man how do you how do you kind of preach it and go forward um i don't know that i always feel like i don't have a ton to give skill set wise i really wanted to have Mm -hmm. like i wanted to say i'm good with my hands i want to say that i'm Mm -hmm. really good at this and i i grew up with a blue collar work ethic and so it really kills me that my job skill is people skills Make friends. I, well, my like, friends. well and I feel like well and I feel like the off, uh, office space you know when I and especially when I got my assistant I was like literally so you do this it's like no my assistant is like just screaming i've got people skills like that's literally apparently my only skill set but what I've what i have learned and what's given me a lot of energy and maybe to teach that abundance is um, i'm kind of fearless and, and when you talk about those hard conversations that we're afraid to, that we're afraid of and all that they still energize me and I'll still go into them. When I have to have a hard conversation, I love having it. I love getting into it. And I feel more connected to the person when it's done.
1: Mm. Oh, um, for sure.
0: And so to almost spread that is to, is to get to that abundance. And I've learned, you know, I'm paid to be a business development person because there are tons of people who aren't comfortable talking to a stranger, saying a hard Absolutely truth, right. um, saying something that's negative while still saying we should maintain a relationship and figure out how to do this. Um that's always kind of what's fueled me. You know, the hard conversations at the end of the day are probably what what make me feel more alive than than mm. than just the bubbly, easy ones all the time. So this one's um, a lot of fun because I feel like we're going to the yeah yeah. I, I connect more on that stuff. So when I when you get to how to how to spread that, how to give it out, everyone can do it. Um, I know that you're inherently not going to feel comfortable doing it, but I love almost guiding and leading the way to why, why don't, why don't you collect a group of people to hang out on Tuesday night? And then really that was taught to me by, by the church and by my community, but like, Hey, you can do this. You've got the skills you like, you like video games. There's tons of people in your office like video games, schedule time to play video games. And then talk to them like you you and I talk. And you're going to have to kind of lead that because you organized it, but you can do that. Um, And, you know, and so in business, the same thing. You know, all these people, uh, they're afraid of this. It's like, go have – dude, you want that guy's business? Go talk to him. Well, no, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. By just being yourself and just being confused and communicating your confusion while still your desire to connect with them, you will break down so many walls and you will be able to do business with them. You just have – to start. And, and, and so much of, of all I do is kick in the door and then other people get all the business done. Right. Um, and, and I know that that's a skill set that comes naturally to me, but I firmly believe that when you're connected and when you're, when you're healthy, you can find, anyone can do anything and can find that. And, and, and it's super energizing because I, once again, I believe we are built to be relational. And so when you finally do it, it's a drug. And the truth is you and I have just figured out how to tap into that drug and do it a lot. And everyone loves to do it once they get through it, but I, I, I get the fear. I mean my son has it and uh, teach, you know what you're asking me is how do I give my son abundance? Because you know and he couldn't be he is a, he is my wife without the maturity. He is an unwired you know and, and he and I see so much of the world differently and he helps me see the world you know and I, I gotta figure that out. My daughter's me man. She's got it all. She, you know, she, despite any skill set, she thinks she's got them all. Minus the sweet beer. Yeah, dude. And so, give it away. Um, it, you know, how do you give away abundance? Is uh, try and encourage everybody to have to to kick in that door to have that weird conversation, that weird opportunity with the neighbor, that weird opportunity with your with your wife. You know, because same thing, right? You and I can openly talk, and and I love these people, but when I, I'm sitting there having drinks with some guy who I don't know very well. And I'm like, God, oh, you know, and I go deep into what happened to my wife. Well, that's, that's who I am. Yep. But honestly, that's disarming too. And that puts us on a different level. And I wasn't doing that intentionally, but I have now since seen that. Totally. And then they go and they replicate it and they go do it. And it's like, the more we are willing to be wide open as to what's going on in our lives, the more conversations take a little longer, they're more mosaic they're more messy. That's right. But I think more gets done. Yeah. I honestly believe more gets done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> The, man, dude, you're just this is awesome. Um, of course, it's awesome.
0: You got two really wonderful yeah, right? guys. It's I like, feel so terrible. <laughs> I keep talking way too long. I'm
1: like, damn it, <laughs> I've got like 50 more questions, and we're like, I'm I'm so mad at this clock right now because it's running um, out. But dude, the 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 place that is um, so true that you've talked about is like the way, and, and I'll just say it this way: for your specific personality the sky is always blue the opportunities are always endless <clears throat> um but the discipline and the maturity and the skill and we i'm sure both screw this up more than we get it right but the ability to stay in the moment and in, in that presence and harness the inner focus you use the word focus which is perfect to focus that energy because i think when i'm unhealthy i'll walk into that room and you're talking to me and my i'm like I'm scanning mm-hmm. for all the other opportunities and things that I could possibly go, maybe create or do or whatever. Even as I'm like waving my hand in the air here, like. But the ability for you to like sit and focus that energy and be present is a is a is a game changer because I think it 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 disarms. It, like you said, it disarms the 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 walls we all put up, mm-hmm. right? And so, anyway, um, tell me like the. The the other piece that I think is really cool that you've kind of built around, this is all intentional, man. Like it's cool that you've done the ways that you have community, the way that you've talked about your relationship with your wife, the ways that you've talked about bird dogging accounts, but having a, a, have, have leadership that's helpful. Um, I'm curious and maybe selfishly. So how your assistant plays into your, like your proverbial,
0: I know it's not this, but your proverbial nine to five. Mm -hmm. Well, so first of all, um, i'm terrible to to I, i'm terrible to be an assistant to because i don't ever stop or know what i'm doing and like right now she's she's running this event that you asked me yeah you yeah like it's your event I'm like, which event. is perfect she's it's been like doing the whole event <laughs> it's like i started it got bored with it yeah. somebody
1: else is doing it yeah, and it's better it. now yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and,
0: and and the community is solid and it doesn't need you know any, anything there and so um I don't know that I know how to be assisted very well yet, but I have to be once again, matched up with the right person. And so Katie is a stud and Katie is not going to be my assistant for very long, nor do I like, she's just ridiculous. (laughs) And um, what she does is identifies what I need. And she almost just removes hurdles for me. Right. Yeah. She just removes these, these, these hurdles and creates a million different um, opportunities. Um, So I don't know that I can even answer that well, Mm -hmm. because she's basically writing the playbook on how to, how to keep me in line. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, um, I think she's even having a hard time. Uh, <laughs> you know, keep me in line a little bit because, you know, you still got to be willing. And that's where you get back yeah. to like, God, it's fun to give this lip service and it's fun to say this. Mm-hmm. But really, when you break that down, like, Jared, why don't you care enough to slow down and make her job easier, make your life easier, make it better to work with you? Like, why? Why can you jokingly say it and then still not actually change any freaking actions in your life? <laughs> yeah. Like, and so... um. I don't know. Um, I, I, this is a terrible answer, but oh. she's, <laughs> she's, um, her and Chris Binkley. Um, they're my, they're, they're my team they're, you know, hmm. the three of us are together. And like I said, going back to being a leader, I feel like I've got to be so hard to follow. And they, they, they extend so much grace to me yeah. and they, it, but, um, I've got to be so hard. And so, um, my my inclination is to run from it be like I, I shouldn't be a leader. I, I you know I, it, it's not good for me. But you know once again, Zach yep. and Josh are who I follow, and I mean I'm going to say those names over and over again. My wife, you know there are there are fifteen twenty people. Everyone has a pretty good um, platform in my life, but there are fifteen to twenty people and five to ten core. You're answering who, the call,
1: yeah. And they call yeah. you're going yeah yeah. And and not when enough. they
0: say something, no matter how hurtful or how throw me off, it's probably true. Yep. And so there's a lot for me to unpack. And so um, to be led by those guys and to have them say, no, you, just because you're bad at it doesn't mean you get to not do it. Like you just got to get better at it and you don't get to give it lip service in a podcast. You don't get to give it lip service at the meeting yeah. once a month yeah. or, you know, once a week, yep. you need to actually freaking change. There, but yeah, right. You need to actually yeah. do something. Yeah. Um, yeah, And so I, I struggle with that. Um, I'm Like I said, and I'm going to be like, oh, cool. He's talking about it. He can, <laughs> he can ask me in two weeks, uh, you know, and that's a." You should ask me in two weeks. Hold me accountable. Yeah. Let's see that I change something. because well, I, I can't just joke yeah. and say. Yeah, I, I
1: think that's that's the key, at least for me, is like that. You nailed it. This is the, the 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 upfront conversation about it, or stand in front of the team and say these things, and then it's like, well, yeah, but like, I had a guy on the team today. Yeah, but you, you said three weeks ago you're going to send me the like in writing commission plan. I'm like, dude, I'm freaking embarrassed that you had to ask mm-hmm. that. I'm really sorry. But yeah, like my inst- my defensiveness—I didn't say this, thank God. I would have several years ago. The defensiveness is like, "Oh yeah, d- dude, you don't know what I have got going on," and I have intended mm-hmm. to do it, and I, man, I got a million things on my mind.
0: And ninety-five percent of the people <laughs> who you do that to and you're embarrassed by, they still let it go because you're such a, a easy person to talk for to. For sure, and it's That's the five sure. percent, yeah, That's who right. know you well and you That's have right. done it to so many times. That's right. It's really dangerous. And it's
1: like, hey, man, like. Just do better. Like do do what you said you were gonna do. Take the responsibility for the words that the mosaic that came out of your mouths. Take the responsibility for it. Um, Man, it's wild. That like this is wildly therapeutic uh, (laughs) and helpful for me. Hopefully, our our, uh, yeah our listeners are feeling the same, and I know they will. I, I do want to. We've got like. Eight to ten minutes ish, and we gotta kind of wrap with our with our same five questions we ask everybody.
0: Um, Which I forgot; I was gonna look them up. Uh, yeah, Dang no, right. no Dang. worries.
1: They're 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 for for a glittery guy like you. They're layups, man. Um, but I, I'd love to shift real quick to, and I know this will be fun and easy for you to talk to about, but the future state of like the Jared, where where you are headed in terms of like, um the things you want to be involved in the things you want to create the ways that you're, cause man, like you're, 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 you are doing the hard work of like growing into your own leadership. Right. So like what does, and this is such a horrible question to ask a guy that's wired in the same way as I am, but like, what's the five-year version of you? Mm -hmm. What's the 10 year version of you? Like what's the legacy type trajectory of like what you're interested in building that goes beyond your name? that makes sense. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um so I think there are there are people and there are organizations that have done um what I want to do, right? Um that know how to just create a culture of of building relationships and the idea that uh relationships grow and you know through that opportunities um that help the community, that help business, all that stuff. Um so mm-hmm. you know, you fast forward in 5 years, hopefully I've replicated myself first of all better than I than I currently am. Uh, Chris Binkley's already got that skill set, mm. but hopefully I've replicated myself a couple times and, and someone that maybe didn't think they had it, and I, I've done that on the business side of things. Um, but in the community, I would hope that that same energy that I'm I'm doing right now. I mean, I'm yeah, I, I'm basically 22, 23 years old right now as far as my business, so I'm I'm chasing a little harder than I think I um, some people would would expect of you know, a 35, 30, I'm 36, I keep getting it wrong, a uh, 36-year-old, uh, because I, I'm kind of, I'm building that, that that groundwork, but I don't think that you will see Jared trying to constantly take down the next thing the next thing and keep growing. So right now, mm-hmm. I have a crazy amount of energy, and it's not that I want to slow down in five years, but I want to focus it not on the growth of business, but on the growth of people, and then how that business helps community yeah. um, and helps those things. So, you know, hopefully, um, by that, my, my son and daughter are... are you know, leaders. You know, if I really want to measure myself, I'm going to start with my my, my yeah. son and, and are my yeah. son and daughter the 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 heartfelt leaders that I want to be. So, in five years, have I done what I need to do there? Mm-hmm. Um, is is my marriage and my relationships around me are they solid? Um, and if all those things are solid, then I've probably been doing you know I've probably been doing the homework I, I need to do. Um, and so, I really would love mm-hmm. to do less. What's the next contract for the next real estate, um, for the next real estate deal? And instead, do more. Hey, um, this you know, there's a real estate angle, but you know, this community understands that they need this. And how do we? And you almost and Chris Binkley's cast this vision a lot, and he's he's fighting really hard in the northeast Kansas City for this of um, how Chris do you develop? Yeah, how do you develop to a community? How do you how do you develop that community? So take the same skill set, and you know, for lack of a better words, it's almost like. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be a politician, but do the politics side of drive the um, drive the community and, and help and help garner support. Without trying, you know, I, don't, I, I mm. taught at government economics, and I understand the real challenges to being a true governmental leader. No party wants to be that, but I would love to be a and and when I say lieutenant, I, once again, I'm not trying to be in like a campaign, <laughs> but I would love to see what a community wants. And be able to pour gasoline, add glitter to it, and make mm. it happen, right? Mm. Make, it, make it what it needs to be. And I think I'm building that platform where I'll get to do that, and it will. It'll feed business even more. Mm. So in five years, you know, measure me by my kids, measure me by my marriage, and then measure me by my community mm. um, It would be the goal. Mm. Um, that's probably also a, a good cop-out answer for giving me an excuse for how hard I'm running in business right now. Mm. And so if I'm, like, even as I say yeah, it, I'm like, yeah, huh. yeah. Yeah. Really, I'm just saying, let me chase business for another eighteen months,
1: but it's hard dude, because like I've got a good buddy who uh I shouldn't say that he he was a a good high school friend who now we've been become reacquainted he's building a business and he's he's my age, so we're a few years ahead of you five to be exact I'm turning forty this fall and he he's struggling with that same tension of like, dude, my kids are young ish not as they're not babies, but they're not. Gone. We've been married for more than ten plus years. It's freaking awesome and it's freaking hard. And like the practical reality is like, he said it this way. He's like, "Dude, I got a decade to like earn." And and he's you know again he's he's forty not Mm thirty five, but he's like the tension of like he want he and he's a craftsman. He like does actually make shit with his hands, which is super cool. Um, But his business has exploded. He's done great, and he's like. The tension of like holding the art or the craft and like turning into a factory, like a like a assembly line. He's like those things are those things are really tough to like hold in tension because, yeah, like as an artist, I want to like do the craft. As the like practical reality of I've got ten years to earn, I want to fuck <laughs> crank these things out, mm-hmm. and and um, it's really tricky. And so so like. I appreciate you being acknowledging of like, Hey, yeah, like we're running really hard. Cause I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, I'm running so freaking hard right now. So let me
0: ask you that. Once again, I've got, I've got Zach and Josh who uh, I'm going to weekly, when I am chasing something to our weekly, one of them is going to be like, where's your marriage? Where's your kids? Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to kick me in the groin if I'm not, if I'm not doing that. And I've got people outside of, you know, I've got my community, my friends, um, who can do that. And I've got, you know, my father and my brother-in-law, Paul, who can do that to me. Yeah. Um, when you lead something though, where are you actively finding that or how do great you, course. um, stop yourself? Cause I, I, that's why I choose to be here. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, they're my rails. Yep. How are you building rails? for yourself? Dude, it's
1: a great question. And I've done it by blowing the rails off the grid, right? Like I screwed it all up. And so, um, the, the practical answer is, again, it came at, like, great cost and great pain. Usually when I look behind me, the wake isn't very pretty. Mm-hmm. The, the like, energy and the, like, let's go, that that momentum and energy is usually really, like, captivating and, and contagious. And then I look back and I'm, like, I'm kind of pissed that everybody didn't keep up. And so I resent it. Or I, like, and, and I look back and I'm, like, dude, there's, like, all sorts of... Um, there's all sorts of damage in the wake. And so uh, to answer your question, we in, in January, this past January, pre-COVID, um, whatever that was like, we, in, in because I'm the, I hate the title, right? But it's like, because I'm the founder and CEO of this growing thing, um, I looked around and I was like, yeah, and, and frankly, I didn't actually look around. Brooke, <laughs> Brooke spoke into the look around and goes, hey, like you don't have any real accountability from a personally I've got accountability, but in the professional sense, she was like, you don't really have anybody that like tells, you no. you've got people that push back and Colin is, is uh, is our VP of operations and he like absolutely stands his ground on things he needs to stand his ground on. But when it comes to like the big decisions, it was like, no, this is what we're going to do. And I'd say it nicely. Right. And like be um, friendly about it. But like, I'm very picky like this is what we're going to go do um and so anyway long story short which is really hard for us to... <laughs> it's, <the truth. laughs> it's actually a really long ass story like I, i'd say long story short and it's never short well, so do drinks and i, yeah, I love hearing yeah, it all right? yeah yeah no but but to to answer you directly is we hired an advisory board that holds my ass accountable every month we have a we're recording this on uh, three weeks before, um, it's August 20th. So tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock in this exact room, um, 1030, actually, we have our advisory board meeting and it's my wife who owns 50% of the company, uh, Gary O'Dell, who's my great friend, keeps me accountable personally. Um, and he sits on our board. He's a partner here at square work and Corey Shear, <coughs> who, um, is a, a pastor of pleasant Valley, but a, a dear friend, and help me kind of form the the operational framework of guild content, and the three of them. And I, I joke and I like make my like denial funny like comments about it every month. Every month, I know my ass is on the like hot seat, and I say that lovingly. Is like January, February, March, April. Every single month this whole year, we I have had to stand before them and and essentially surrender to. Um, their wisdom and and it ha- and, and in, in fact two months ago um, one of the one of the meetings I felt like I got really I, you, you probably we've all been there but like my face got hot, my neck got hot I got mad and I got defensive and I made a comment um, which will remain the, in the room but I made a comment that I was super like <laughs> I was embarrassed by afterwards and Brooke was like dude like. He didn't intend it to come out that way, um, but like how you responded to him was like not cool, and I was like, "Man, you're right. You're totally right." And so for me, when I get the the fearful dark side of seven is like, "Oh, it's uh, it's up to me, man. <laughs> I'll do it, and I'll, I'll I'll I will blow through every guardrail to just do it because I know I can get it done, and I'll get it done well," um, which is a lie, right? Like mm-hmm. that's actually not true. So, uh, I'm, I'm I'm really grateful you'd ask the question because it feels good to say it out loud is like, I had to get to the point where I realized like, Hey, I think I'm the problem here in this business. (laughs) I think I'm the one that's like preventing us and holding us back and like not replicating leadership and, and, um, control freaking my way through it. And dude, we've had insane, healthy, fun, awesome stories and cool growth and amazing clients and. Uh, you know, we're hiring people that I'm like, why, why there are most of them are probably listening. I'm like, why did they come work here again? <laughs> like they're working for like, do they really know? Right. And, and that, that's the, the whispery doubt part of me. Um, but that's all that long story to say those three, um, and I'm like, <laughs> hopefully not get too emotional, but like those three have that voice from the business, which is the healthiest thing for our business. Um, and, and the last, you know, kind of story that, that tells that is in, in our, our March meeting in this room, <coughs> um, COVID was, was happening. And, and uh, I told this to Chad Weck, who is a unique painting owner, um, uh, on the podcast, too. But we sat in this room, and one of the, the board advisory board members, <coughs> I can't call them a board member. They clarify their advisory board. And we were facing some scary waters, like clients going away, clients going on pause, all that stuff. And uh, one of them was like, "Hey, you need to you need to spend the weekend. We always meet on Fridays. You need to spend the weekend putting together your lines of retreat on how you'll mm. unwind the team, yeah, and lay them off." And I was like, "I'm oh, not," I, was, I said, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> I literally said that. I was like, "I'm yeah. not doing that."
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly. Yeah, He'll cut you. <laughs> I
1: was like, "I'm not doing that," and he goes uh lovingly he's like oh it's, it wasn't a question like you you need to do that and and to to have i guess that's a, an illustration of like i have to have that voice in my life otherwise i will go off the damn rails i will blow through the boundaries i will work 18 hours a day and neglect my wife and like today she's like hey can we go on a walk and i was like uh. <laughs> yep and it's the best part of my day. Like me going on a walk with her is the best part of the day and the most productive part of the day. And I didn't have my damn email, right? And so that's the, um, the, the scary part, I think, for me to not have, to not have that voice. When, when that voice is quiet or absent or I don't want to listen to it, it actually doesn't go that great. <laughs> when, when it's left to my glitter and shine and storytelling – it feels okay, but like it doesn't actually go that. Way. Mm-hmm. So all that man, like I, I appreciate
0: you asking, um, and I know you you well. Oh, you're great. No, and um, I just you know I love when someone gets going, and you know I feel the most filled up, and that's yeah. why this is weird when you when yeah. someone else is doing most of the talking. Well, so, me too. Well, so I host the podcast <laughs> to, to get to hear to get to hear you. Um, thank you. I, I love it. Yeah.
1: No, and I, dude, I'm I'm grateful you asked, and it 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 feels good to share it because it's like, yeah. I, I think people would say that about our store too. Like people would look from the outside and be like, "Dude, Guild Content has this like these cool people working for him, This guy from the Blues now and Sporting KC and these cool clients." And it's like, yeah, but it's it's all hard. And 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 that's where I think we we do a disservice, um, especially. And we love social media in our company. Like we create social media content, but the person as part of what we do, um, but the personal like clips of people's lives it's like man really (laughs) and i did i I played that game i was an addict to that game um of like kind of capture as much like attention and likes and fame right fame is is relative i get that um but my point is like to to be invited to share the story i'm thankful that you would you would ask the question because it's like it's hard it's all hard and and it it gets really easy to pretend that it looks like it looks great, so it must be great, and it's like no, it's freaking hard, man. Yep. Uh, and the and the hard, and this this is my last point that I'll wind up with is, um, uh, back to the therapist. He's like, you only the only way through the pain is through the pain. <laughs> it's not around it. It's not to avoid it. It's not to outrun it. Um, and, and though like you, even as you were talking about your your leaders telling you like, you can't always use the excuse that you can't lead. You can't always use the excuse that you can't have the hard... Whatever the thing is, is, like, the going through the pain part is um, really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it's the, the path towards, like, wholeness and abundance to kind mm-hmm. of bring it back to your word, you know?
0: Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> you it's rest? a... Um, I don't know that it's a, you know, it's a philosophy of Jared that I... <laughs> and, and honestly, it could be, like, you know, contradictory to... Um, what i believe as a, as a christian if i really break down a theology but um i think i am more you know the real things that your amalgamation of like the things that make you mm. are the hard decisions and the things you did when things went wrong Absolutely. that tells someone so much more about mm. you and about yourself than all the stuff that i'm really good at doing when things are good Absolutely. You know? and so um you know that's what you're getting yeah. at right like the, yeah. the really hard stuff is really who you are yeah. And they're really what you did in that really hard moment. And so sometimes that'll break you. And sometimes it's like, okay, that is who I am. That's that's what I yeah. say I'm about. And yeah. I, did, I did make that choice. That's right. Um, that's right. And so to have people to, to push yeah. you.
1: Well, and dude, evidence in my life today was I'm on a call with Colin and Rachel. We're talking about like core operations stuff in the business that needs to get better. And I make this like in the moment, this like asshole comment of like, guys, we only have, like, five projects going on right now. Like, it can't be that hard for us to be organized about it, which is, like, such a, like, seven minimal. Like, it's it's way more complicated than that. And I'd totally just, like, hit their legs out from under them and be like, really, man? Like, I've worked my ass off to try to, <laughs> right? And so, um, but then the, the, the ability for them to say like, Hey, that hurt our feelings. Like that kind of sucked. And, and for me then to say, dude, you're right. I did it again. And I'm really sorry. Um, I think is, is part of that path towards at least. And, and that's where Enneagram, sorry, I'll wrap it up. But like the Enneagram language has been helpful because it's like, dude, now we can pay attention to the ugly stuff and not shame it. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're the bad, the hard parts of you, the not developed parts of you aren't to be shamed They're to grow and to be like celebrated when they do grow when the little, when you kind of don't hit the guardrail quite as hard. It's like had a baby, Jared, at a boy. Yep. Uh, all right, man, let's wrap up your f- last five. Here we go. All right. um, <laughs> when, when you've slowed down, what is the last book that you read or listened to? Um, Actually, talk, I know you listened to a ton yeah, of books.
0: Yeah. Talking to strangers. Uh, we just did it again. Um, mm. Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, it's a, I want everyone to read it, and I want everyone to, and if you want to listen to it, it listens like a podcast, and it's It's about really, really hard, heavy stuff, mm. but he breaks it down so awesome, and, you know, all um, through, it, it's just, it's a game-changing book. He's
1: insane. He He's is. Insane. And, and you the, recommended that to me like a year ago, and I need to go download it right now.
0: He, he... <clears throat> It it is very uncomfortable. I mean, I was driving down to the lake with my wife and listening to it, and it goes into a bunch of terrible moments in our so in our social history. Mm. Um, and mm. he really examines them and says, "Well, how did we get here?" And it, it it's all through uh, the eyes of the Sandra Bland and what what it went and went under that interaction. And mm. he, I mean, it's I'm getting chills. It messes with you, but it's good. And, and and it's people are complex, relationships yeah. are complex, yep. society makes things really hard and let's break it all down and it's awesome that's great
1: that's great uh what would you do right now if you weren't afraid
0: um (laughs) uh man um god dang uh i would probably uh do another (laughs) my wife's gonna hate this i'd do another (laughs) business um i'd i'd uh I've got all sorts of crazy yeah. ones that I want to do with friends yeah. and they're not that hard, but they're time and energy. Mm-hmm. And once again, I know I'm good at starting and I'm bad at finishing. And so I keep kind of putting them off. So if I wasn't afraid, mm-hmm. I would, I would do one of those crazy social ideas Yeah, that that's been out there for years for me. Um, yeah. And I know it sounds crazy cause it sounds like that's what I do, but I'd do another one.
1: Yeah. I love so. it, man. I love it. What's your favorite t-shirt?
0: My favorite t-shirt, um, <laughs> dude, uh, probably, um, a good, like, light T-shirt that, uh, I don't know. God, I, that's terrible. Um, my KC, my KC uh, T-shirt, it's just the right blend. It's yep. really, I don't care what's on it. Yep. It's how it feels. It's got to be I, soft. When dude, I've that, what did I, we do? When I've reached that 36, I can just be standing in the heat, and I start sweating. Yeah. And I'm like, you no, know, it's not my age. It's probably my being out of shape, too. But there's certain shirts that handle that better. 100%. God, bad I'm answer. I'm with
1: you. No, I'm with you. Uh, favorite place on Earth? Favorite place
0: on earth. Man, um, I'm going to keep saying the answer I say all the time, but I believe Maryville, Missouri uh, to be the, you know, I always taught my kids, you know, at school that, that, you know, some people think Disney World's the greatest place on earth. It's actually Maryville, Missouri. Uh, The football team, the community that I came away from there, uh, the lessons I came away from there, it holds a very special part. And we go up there every October and and re-experience it. And um, I'm indoctrinating my kids very hard.
1: That's awesome. I love it. All right, last one, and you've said it for uh, over an hour now, but so I, I appreciate you being so willing to, to share about your legacy and your story.
0: But when it's all said and done, what do you want to
1: be remembered for?
0: Teaching people that relationships are important, mm-hmm. um, to relate, to connect, to have hard conversations, and all of that is really why we are wired and why we are here. Um, and just be an encourager of that.
1: Mic drop, bro. Good job.
0: You got to run. It,
1: last thing, where can people follow along with your story oh, or man. whatever you're up to? God, I really don't <laughs> do a good
0: job. Um, I'm, I I kind of have an off-brand uh, and an, an offline brand. So there's not really much. Um, my company is uh, Asset Management Group. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to do a terrible job of responding or doing much um, that will sound like this guy. Um, but poke and prod me and I, I, I will engage. But um, I'm intentionally an offline person. Um, I think once again, I, I speak in mosaics. I can't, you can't in one post, like I'll, I'll screw myself up in so many ways and say so many things I shouldn't do. So I just don't belong there.
1: Oh man, get out of here. Thanks for your time, bro. Proud of you, dude. Thank you so much. Of course.